world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Broadcasting live from deep within the large intestine <laughs> that is the Second Amendment Wasteland, New Jersey. Well, it's post-Trenton Rally. Yes, it is. And uh, we broke records this time. We had over 2,000 people attend. Not according to the uh, press. No, they said hundreds. Hundreds. And dozens, and I dozens. read also. Of course. Yeah. Which is okay. I don't care. F them. And we have two guests on the show. The first one is uh, Shane Hayward. Uh, he's the owner of Burger Supreme uh, Jersey City. Shane, say hello. Hello, guys. And uh, my other guest here is a uh, New Jersey shit stirrer like Anthony Calandro here. <laughs> Professionally? <or? clears throat> Professionally. Well, no, I think he's in training. It's uh, Rob Bermudez. Hello, Rob. How's it going? S very good. So Rob was the guy that said, I... Uh, I'm fed up. We should have a rally in Trenton. And he went all over social media, and he's like, I don't care how we do it, where we do it, what's going on. I want to have a rally. And he was screaming for it. So it, it caught um, traction, and people started signing on to go to the rally. And then Mark Cheeseman got involved, and Mark Cheeseman and I contacted Scott Bach, and Scott Bach was like, good idea, but wrong date. Right? That's what happened. We want to go down when the Senate and the Assembly are both in voting on stuff like this. So March 26th was the date. So what happened was Rob fired the first round, had heard round New Jersey. <laughs> and uh, it grew from there. And uh, needless to say, ANJRPC and NRA sponsored the buses, got the PA system, the video system, the sound, the permits, and the barricades. Do you know, for you people that don't know it, uh, Scott uh, cut a check for the barricades and got the permit. And the barricades got dropped off sun Saturday, excuse me, when Public Works is working. And Scott and his fiance Sue, had to get to the rally uh, point 5.30 in the morning Monday, and they had to set the barricades up. Are you serious? Yeah, that's, that's how it works. Uh, if I would have known that, yeah. I would have been there well, with them. Well, <laughs> I, I, see, and I, I, I love your attitude. A lot mm. of people would have known that, uh, would have known that they would have done the same, Rob. Thank you for that. But, like, that's how shit works. And uh, so the rally went off. We had over 2,000 speakers. We had, uh, tw uh, excuse me, over 2,000 attendees. We had 28 speakers. I emceed the thing for the day. And uh, it was interesting. It was good. It riled up the troops. Of course, the, uh, the assembly passed all of the bills, and now they're off to the Senate. And the next show we record, we're going to have Scott on, and he's going to tell us in detail about it. But uh, Rob pissed me off for only one reason, uh, because I had an MC, so I had to be at the podium for the whole two and a half hours, and it's like herding cats, because yeah. I had Sandy Brody speaking, and then I knew Shane Hayward was next, so I had to make sure he was on deck so I could announce them, because everybody's bullshitting behind us, and everybody knows I smoke you know, cigars, I'm a degenerate cigar smoker, and the entire two hours that I'm emceeing, all I smell is this wafting smell of a good <laughs> cigar, and every time I look to the left, this son of a bitch is leaning against the wall in the alcove, enjoying this cigar. big fat cigar, nice. and I'm, I would step by and I would walk to my left every once in a while and I would go, 
<laughs> so I could get a contact high of it, and then I'd come back to the podium. And I was looking for an opportunity to push him down all the stairs. They were marble, by the way. Oh, yeah, because I just I was pissed off at that time. And then after I was done emceeing, I went over to him and I told him, right? I I, I yeah, gave you yeah, some yeah. shit. You gave me a, you gave me a little bit of shit. <laughs> I'm like nobody else is smoking, and there's his cigar just two and a half hours. Oh, actually, Lord. actually. <clears throat> I didn't even come to the event with the cigar. The cigar was given to me by my friend Dave. Dave? Yeah, he, he was smoking, and I looked over to him, and I did the same thing you did. I, uh, so he turns around and hands one to me, and then he takes off, so I guess he left me to hold the bag. Nice. <laughs> nice. But uh, we, uh, we had a good time. It, it, you know, There's people out there that say rallies don't do shit, but you know, uh, rallying and protesting is the foundation of our country here. Right. Well, you know what else doesn't do shit? Sitting on your ass. At home, doing nothing. That absolutely doesn't. You know what else doesn't do shit? Saying you can't go to the rally because there wasn't a bus close enough to your house. Yeah, that's that's, that's bullshit. Uh, Iggy Ortega, who dealt with almost as many phone calls and emails as we did here about the buses, he came to me the morning of the rally and he said the the best question he received was, if there's snacks on the bus, will there be gluten-free snacks on the bus? That is wonderful, yeah. Are we grown men or are we little? Right, <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, right. Now, you know what? I'm sitting here listening to all this, right? And here was a rally of a couple of thousand people, right? And it was in one place. And it was organized by adults. It's amazing what 16-year-old children from Florida could accomplish. Yeah. In only five weeks. Yeah. National rallies. Yeah. With millions Soros of people. money. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And 90% were adults. Well, yes. that's that's the thing. I've I've still been on social media pushing the April 14th event. It's yes. supposed to be a national... Uh, you know, everyone gets together at their state capitals, make our voices heard, all that good shit. And someone actually said, uh, we can't do it because we don't have money for organization. <laughs> Just show up. Just show up. Yeah, We're right. grown men here. We're right. grown adults. Yeah. You want to know something? The liberal rallies or the progressive rallies, they leave it messy. Uh, somebody at the rally brought hefty garbage bags. That and was, was me. Picking, I know, and it was and was <laughs> picking stuff up at the end, with a bunch of other volunteers. We left the war memorial cleaner but than when we found it. You actually had awesome. to pick up stuff. Yes, there was, people, there was not much. There was a few cigarette butts, maybe a few signs that people you know maybe put down and walked away from and forgot. But that was it. Okay, that was it. even the porta johns were clean. Yes. Yes, I didn't use the Porta Johns. I had a, my last cup of coffee at five o'clock in the morning because I didn't know what the situation would be, right. and I didn't want to be emceeing Shane at the podium with my legs crossed for three <laughs> hours. You know, yeah, um, yeah you I just didn't think it would be good. If, you know, let me know ahead. <laughs> Ew. I I actually had in my backpack a bag of disposable piss bags. See, nice. Because I didn't know if there was going to be yeah. facilities yeah, there you know, to use. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, so I prepared. I came with piss bags. I came with garbage bags. That's that's what we do. You, you always know, have to be prepared. Now. And then people were knocking, what has the NRA and ANGRPC done? Well, I'll tell you what. Besides the volunteers like Iggy and my staff and my art guy and my IT guy and Scott Bach and the staff at ANGRPC, volunteer staff, the buses, the porta potties the permits, the PA system, the video system, everything is over $30,000 right. for that day. Right. The buses were sixteen grand. Right. All right. People were complaining why suggest a $10 donation when you come on the bus. It was not to break even. It was just to help defray costs and help people appreciate that you're getting a bus ride there and back. Right. The okay. last phone call I got, we had taped Gun for Hire Radio already. On Saturday night, the bus schedule, final bus schedule came out. I came walking into work 10 o'clock in the morning, and Kylie is getting berated on the phone by someone. 
So I come over, I go, what's going on? And uh, Skyler goes, it's a bus question. So I pick up the phone, I said, can I help you, sir? He goes, well, I noticed that the Woodland Park buses are leaving 6.30 a.m. It's only an hour and a half ride to Trenton, and the rally starts at 9. Why aren't the buses leaving at 7 a.m.? I can't repeat on the radio yeah. show what I told them, right. and then I hung up the phone. I was like, you see, this is why we lose. Right. This is why we lose. I went with Patty the night before. I stayed at the Element Hotel nine miles away. It also gives you an away. idea of the age of the caller, too. Correct. You know? Correct. He was about 50, 60. We stayed at the Element Hotel the night before. We got a bite to eat, set the alarm for 4.30 in the morning. I scheduled an Uber for 7.30 the next morning. It was $16. <laughs> the Uber, How will you ever survive like, that? Right? The <laughs> Uber took us to the rally site. We got there before 8 o'clock. Yeah. When the rally was over, I pressed the app on my phone, and it was $20, I guess, surge pricing at 12 o'clock, $20 for the Uber to bring me back to the hotel, and then I drove home. So, And I didn't bitch, whine, complain. I had protein bars in my bag. I had cigars in my bag. I brought a cutter. I brought a lighter. I had a couple other little things, bottle of water, which I never touched. Mm -hmm. But, But I'll tell you what. I walked the crowd in the beginning, and I walked the crowd in the end. People can say a rally doesn't do anything or a protest doesn't do anything. There was a lot of unity there that day, right, Rob? Yeah, absolutely was. You're going to share some stories with us when you come back. And we're going to talk about your burger joint when we come back, too. Awesome. tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise and although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day, she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? 
Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick. But just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. And this segment is brought to you by Gunsitters. Gunsitters.com is located in Whippany, New Jersey, on Route 10 East in the Pine Plaza. If you need to ter temporarily store your guns, uh, if you're having problems domestic, divorce, kids with drugs in the house, police presence, if you're going on vacation for a little time, a long time, if you're moving, Gunsitters is the place to store your guns. They also have a facility in Easton, PA, that you can store your toys that are not Jersey legal. They're opening one in Hawaii, and they're also opening another one somewhere else, but I forgot. Salisbury, Maryland. So check out Gunsitters.com. Their military division is Weapons Guard. If you are active military and you're getting deployed or transferred, you live in New Jersey, and you're going to a state that has bad gun laws, Weapons Guard will hold your firearms for free until your deployment is over. Beat that with a stick, ladies and gentlemen. So, so Rob, tell us how, how this all started. Why did you get pissed off, and why did you do this that ruined my life for two weeks with the phone calls <laughs> and the emails that were coming through? Explain to me. Uh, I apologize for that. <laughs> it's my, not your fault. Don't apologize. My email will be available for people to bitch at me next time. Yeah, be, we're going to put them all, we're them all meet in one location. I know exactly what to do. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm very active on social media, and I just... I would see people, we need to have a rally. They can't take our guns. Let me know when and I'll be there. Yeah. And I was guilty of that too. Yeah. Right? I just got fed up with it. I said, you know what? F it. This is the day. I'll be there. You want to come? Come. If not, I'll be there by myself with a bullhorn. That's how it has to go down, man. Uh, yeah. You can't wait for everybody else to do it or organize it. And, and we don't have that organization on our side that... This side that the anti-gun side has, because you realize it's really not even about that rally, that march for lives, whatever bullshit they march they for put lives. Out. Uh, that was exactly yeah. It, hmm. That was a, a a combination. It was just a chop suey of all these people who were had different causes. Most of the people were middle aged or above, had been to I'll call them professional protesters had been to multiple protests this is what they do on the weekend for fun i guess and uh were also um really not aligned when the washington post um the washington post uh conducted a study and found that most of the people there 90 percent had no agenda with anti-gun they had I hate Donald Trump. They had the the woman the with the pussy pink hats. pussy hats. They, you know, it's the same crowd that shows up over and over and over. They used to show up at the same uh, Fort Monmouth all the time every Saturday. It, it was a it was a club, and you know, protesting with the anti-war signs, the peaceniks, or or whatever it is. But very few of the people there were children. Were children. Let's let's call it what it is: sixteen-year-old kids or whatever. Uh, but the media, if you notice the narrative. The editors did a fine job of cutting out everybody else. Of course. Because on-scene producers are going to do that, you know. I Speaking from perfect, you know, uh, from a perfect standpoint, uh, this producer gets what the producer needs to get. They're told what to get by the exec executive producer what to get. Well, I had read an article about that, and they said that um, the crowd size was inflated. 
They said 800,000 attendees. Be. Always going to be. It yeah. was, they, they said with their computer programs or whatever, they determined it was about 200,000. And that the average age of the protester was 48. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say it had to be at least 50 years old. 48. Yeah. You know, uh, I think the activism, the unity, you know what's really sad, Shane? You're African-American? Yes, sir. I'm old. I still say black. You okay with that? Of course. I bust Tony Simon in English words with that all the time. <laughs> you know, we all know gun control laws are racist to the core in this country. Absolutely. From, from, from the beginning. It's where they come from. Unfortunately, other than, you know, 20 black people at the rally and maybe 150 of Spanish or Latino descent, and I think two Asians who I took a selfie with, they asked me to take a selfie with them, it was all white guys. Yeah. And the one thing that I did find, in, that was depressing to me because there should be more representation. But the one thing I did find invigorating was the age group was a baby 20% were my age and older, and the other 80% were younger oh, than fantastic. me. Right? Yeah, like, Rob, how old are you? I'm 36. So, yeah, 36, 25, 30. I, it was, to me, that felt good. You know, scanning the crowd. I saw the old gray beards out there. A lot of them are gun for hire alumni and stuff, which is cool. But uh, to see a lot of young faces, and I was walking around, and people were stopping me. A lot of people heard my rant from last week's show, and they wanted to. Sh they, so they're asking me, "Will there be filet mignon on the bus? Will there be carving <laughs> stations? Will there be this?" My my typical Sunday is uh, working in my garage, and I listen to the podcast. The past two weeks, I've been laughing my balls off at your rants. <laughs> I was aggravated. Oh, it's obviously, good. it's good to see him get riled up again. Huh? Yeah, it I got to get. Well, I'm glad the I past help. three years have been a little tough, but no. And I don't blame you for any of it. The only thing I'm pissed off at you was the cigar smell, but that's. But I'll let that slide because you're a two A brother and a patriot. So, but I would love to have seen more representation because. Uh, we had a good we had a good female representation. There was, too, that, actually. was that was actually really surprising to me, and uh, we also had a bunch of uh, LGBT. Yes, yes, which is good. Yes, we I need mean, that I, absolutely because and we didn't it, beat them up behind the dumpster as no, the press would have amazing, you say. Right. But th this is the true picture, right? Yes, this, that was the true picture of who gun owners are. Gun owners are not just one particular group, especially in New Jersey. It's New Jersey's the not only the most concentrated state, but it's the most diverse state there is. And we're right next to Manhattan in the Five Barrows, right. which is also a melting freaking pot. Yes, yeah. Every Fruit right. Loop size, shape, and color. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way, no. but if I wake up tomorrow and want to wear a dress and I walked out of my apartment in Manhattan, you would nobody would look, look at me. Even, even with no. the beard. Right. Somebody exactly. might say, you know, you should trim that. You know, but, <laughs> but that's, no, nobody would even say no, that. You'd probably get a few cat calls. I, whoa. Sometimes they whistle at me when I walk past the construction sites I have well, I, I believe in that community you would be referred to as a bear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what, though? I tell this story all the time. We had two transvestites come in on a Sunday. They were big guys, and they were dressed as women. They had makeup on with a little razor stubble. I don't know at what point in their progression of their metamorphosis they were, and I don't give a shit. As a capitalist, the only color I see is green, right? So we treated them like it. We treat everybody else. They left. One gave us a five-star on Yelp. One gave us a five-star on Google. And they both wrote, we're very TV-friendly, which means transvestite, right? I thought television-friendly, right? We, so, Well, that's a lie. Yes. I mean. Well, the next, <laughs> the next month, we had about 30 transvestites from the New York metropolitan area come in here and shoot. And that's because they've spread it around of their course. community, like, like doctors hang together or mm -hmm. lawyers or whatever. Right. Doctors don't hang correct. together. Correct. Oh, sorry. So the... We break that perception because 
you know, gun owners and gun ranges are all racist and it's all fat white guys and, you know, the homophobe's going to be, you know, if I alienate black, Spanish, females, LGBTQ, XYZ, and, you know, I don't want Muslims and I don't want Catholics and I don't want Jews and I don't want, I'll have three customers. Yeah, you'd have a shack set up by the river. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Shane. We're going to lead with diversity with Shane when we come back. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And this segment is brought to you by CountyLineFirearmsNJ.com. CountyLineFirearmsNJ.com. Stop by and see Carlos Negron, Route 10 East Hanover, across the street from the Best Buy. Support those who support us. 
John Willett sent me an email. New Jersey Safe Conference 2018 is September 22nd, 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. at Cumberland County College. You want more info? NJSafeCon.net. NJSafeCon.net. You make sure you're going to be there. We'll also, Rob and I will be at the rally April 14th down in Trenton. The East Coast rally is from 2 p.m. till 4 p.m. Well, as we get details, we'll we'll look them up. But there, pe people are going to be speaking and getting into it. So, Rob, do not go away. You're here for the next three segments, so no don't go away. But I have my buddy here, Shane, and I got this. It was a Friday night. I'm home alone. I'm home with Winston, and I get a, a message on uh, Instagram. Hi, I know you're busy, Mr. Anthony. Damn, <clears throat> with the business at all. But I'd like to take a shot in the dark invite you to our restaurant. My spouse and I recently opened. We're having a fundraiser at our local shelter from 1 to 3 p.m. It included dogs, so she had me. I didn't need to read any further. And I am inviting you because my husband and I have been going to your establishment for a while now. My husband would die if you came by, laugh out loud. He really admires you. So I said, I'm there. You know, I, I'll leave work for a couple hours, and I'm there. So Patty and I took the ride over Saturday, and his wife greeted us, and she said, he's downstairs. Let me let me go get him. And so we were in line getting ready to order, and he came up. We hugged it out, gave me cigars. Well worth the trip. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying this because of his wife. I'm not saying this because of how they feel about my business, but I've been a fat guy all my life, and I quite possibly had the best burger I've ever had in my entire life. Just get to where life. the food is. How's the food? Patty had a breakfast burger, which had a hash brown and an egg on it. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. I had their regular burger. I had their fries. And uh, it's a boutique-y little place. They have artists come in. They have entertainers cool. and everything. Jersey City's the melting pot. I was blown away by the quality of the burger. Uh, truly delicious because there's so many chains, Smash Thank Burger, you. this one, that one. You're very welcome. And uh, so I go up and I talk to them. Now, I had run into these guys in the hallway of my establishment numerous times, always stopped, talked to them like I do to everybody else. But he shared some of his stories with me. And we talk about diversity. Uh, he's African-American, I believe. Yep. And she's Latino. Yep. Which means she'll ice pick him when he's sleeping at night. Yeah, same as the, same as the Sicilian yeah, woman. She's Puerto Rican and Haitian. Oh, you're so done. You know oh, you're uh, oh, you're just done. Make sure you just yeah. sleep with one eye open. Yeah. But, but I, so tell us about your place first. Then you can tell us about how you fell into the gun for hire family fold. Okay. But tell people where it is because I'm not great with Jersey City, but I'll be back there numerous times. It's Burger Supreme, JC, Jersey City, right? Yeah. Hit us, please. So the, the location is called Burger Supreme. Um, it's based out in Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, the address is 238 First Street. Um, we were firmly known as Burger Eatery. Um, we had a huge following, a cult following. Um, it got to the point where customers started asking us for dining seating. So what we did was we bought next door, which was a hairdresser. We knocked down the wall. We totally renovated it. We had to go through um, the uh, Historic Society. Um, and it that turned out fun. really great. Uh, it, it took us about two and a half uh, years to fully Jeez. renovate everything uh, because of all the legislation and politics that's, that comes along with working with uh, yeah, that department. Know. So, But Jersey um, City is a pro-business community. Of course, very pro. Um, there's a, lo a lot of business owners down there uh, from humble beginnings um, all the way up. Um, and it's What's the ice cream joint next door to you? Torrico's Ice Cream. It's been there forever. The best ice cream in the world. So oh, he can't sell Torrico's dessert. Ice cream. He can't sell dessert because you and I, us fat bastards, we go eat at his place, digest, and then go to Torrico. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I was raised on Briar's Ice Cream and Edie's Ice Cream. I had Torrico's one time, and I was sold. Completely <laughs> sold. I was raised on Pathmark Ice Cream. 
See? What's and ice cream? My mother's by passport. And as men, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. As men, we're, we're conditioned to really love only a few things in life. You know, we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. When we really love something, that's it for us. And that was the, the type of situation when it came to Tarico's. Um, but we're a grass-fed beef, um, no, no hormones, no GMOs in it. Uh, What's the company that supplies your beef? Uh, Palafreda. And they shoot here. The sun Shout shoots out to here Palafreda. with friends. You guys yeah. are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, they're great beef. Uh, and they're right in uh, North Bergen. Yeah, they're right there yeah. on North Bergen. Yep. Uh, I believe that's uh, one and nine. Yeah, oh, Tunnelly Avenue. Tunnelly yeah. Avenue. Yeah. Do you do fresh and frozen or just fresh? Never Everything frozen. Fresh. Never frozen. Everything I didn't is see fresh. any freezers in his joint. No. Good. No. So excellent. Can't do that. <laughs> no, I Can't need to that. come up there. Oh my God. Yeah. And what kind of bun is that? So it's a brioche bun. Oh, oh yeah. It's a brioche bun. Um, so with the mixture oh of uh, meats that we have in our patties, um, the the grease from the burger just seeps into the bun at the bottom and locks it in. He had me a And grease. then once you bite bite into the, the burger itself, the juice just comes out of the burger itself. And it's awesome. So he had the breakfast club. It's um, a brioche bun, lettuce, tomato, um, a hash brown, uh, a patty with Gruyere cheese. Gruyere cheese is insane. I love it. Um, it's like Swiss cheese if it was a grown-up. Um, and then you have the bacon... <laughs> Fried egg on top with sriracha mayo. It's insanely oh, good. This yeah, is, uh, oh, I'm freaking yeah. hungry. Sandy, <laughs> this is listen terrible. to me. Patty looked at me and goes, "I think this is the best burger I ever had." And I said to her, "I said you you took the words right out of my mouth." And thirty percent of our proceeds that day went to the animal shelter too. Liberty Humane Society, a so. great organization. Uh, we raised a ton of money for them, um, and you know they they're just awesome to work with. Great people. Wow. What's the uh, he loves dogs too. What's the uh, what your website or how do people find Burger Supreme? Please. So you find them at burgersupremejc.com. Uh, That's where we're located. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. We're all also there as well. Uh, Burger Supreme JC. Phenomenal burger. I mean, I I can't say it enough. So he Shane starts talking to me and Saul starts talking to me and. To be honest, you know, she they follow me on Facebook. I follow them back. When she messaged me, I, I, I couldn't put two and two together. Then I looked at some of her pictures. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know her. She's married to a big black dude. He's a big guy. How tall are you? 6'2". Um, yeah, so I'm like, he's a big dude. So then I went on his page. I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Now I, I, uh, two and two came together. But then he started talking about, you know, they came in. They drove in from Jersey City to shoot and how everybody treated them here. And it wasn't what they expected. And you could, you could rally on. So... Initially, it wasn't me and my wife initially. Uh, I had been to this range about four times prior uh, to bring my wife because I, I initially was going to school at Keene University out in Union, um, New Jersey, and a couple of my buddies, they're uh, ex-Navy uh, guys. Um, I told them, hey, I really want to shoot a gun, never shot a gun in my life. Do you know any good places? Uh, my friend Marcus, he said, yeah, man, I, I got a great place. Uh, just hop in your car, I'll hop in mine, and you follow me down. We come to Gun for Hire. You know, as soon as you walk in the door, it's just cleanliness. That's the first initial thing that we got. And then you got the service at the at the door. They were very inviting. You can hear, like, you know, muffled shots from uh, afar. Uh, we walked through it. It was just a clean-cut way to service people. Um, all the way down to the rental, to the instructor that points you down the range and gives you instructions and... You know, they really give you some type of leeway, but, you know, guidance at the same time. So they're not breathing down your neck, but they're always vigilant. And they made it a fun environment to be in, um, especially as somebody that's shooting a gun for the first time. 
So um, you had never been to another range before? No. Uh, have, yeah, have I had been since? to I had been to a range after Gun for Hire. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to see, you know, the compare and contrast because after <laughs> being at his place, you know, you, you tend to think that every other place is like it's that. Like it's that, definitely right? not true. Um, I shot the the second place I shot at was off a of naval base, but naval his base. just took the cake, and we just come and came coming back. What's your time. website? Uh, BurgerSupremeJC.com. Okay, we're gonna talk more about that. Rob, you can cut in. You know, I'm just. Do you cool. like burgers? I love burgers. Then say something. I'd act, I I would actually go over if we didn't have the ridiculous deviation laws. The time and memories, the two most precious things you can give someone. No cell phones, no video games, no electronic devices, no interruptions. Just your favorite gun, a couple boxes of ammo, and time spent together. The folks at Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range believe there is no time like the present, and no present like time. Step through their doors and you'll feel time stand still. It may look like a luxury shooting range, but what they really sell is the perfect day, and perfect memories are made from perfect days. Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range, where family memories begin. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio. The most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. And this segment is brought to you by Liberty Office Suites, libertyofficesuites.com. Check out Ron Sousa has two locations, one on New Road in Parsippany and one on uh, Cha- uh, Chambers yeah, I don't Ridge remember. Road, yeah, Ridge yeah, Road. yeah, uh, in, in Montville. Montville. And Ron's been a big supporter of the show forever. We have a new sponsor coming on in a week or two, by the way. Um, I'll be announcing that when it comes up. Also, don't forget Mark Cheeseman and the Gilliard case. They are self-funding, and they're looking for donations. They have a GoFundMe page. It's GoFundMe.com, restore-carry-nj. Mark was also one of the speakers there. I should have shouted out more. I shouted out Iggy and the bus captains and everybody at the podium. I should have shouted you out, Rob, for, for initiating all of this. But uh, in... I was pissed off at you because of the cigar smell, so well, you didn't get to shout out. But you got to get invited to the radio show, which is just as well. So when I went to uh, Shane's place, Burger Supreme uh, JC, there was full diversity in the burger place too. They even had dogs in the place, which is cool because That's it was really you know cool, yeah. Right? So and they had water dish and dog and dish outside. Also, we had Miss New Jersey that stopped by, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, was she cute? I'm married, man. Can't, oh, even, yeah, can't even. Can't even. Yeah, he's like yeah. So he's actually gonna listen remember to the show. Remember, she's, she's, she's half Puerto Rican and yeah, Haitian. And my, my wife's half Puerto Rican and Italian, yeah. so yeah. I gotta yeah. sleep okay. with my yeah. eyes open yeah. yeah. too. Yeah. She'll, she right. won't even have to. She'll just put some voodoo shit yeah, on that's him. Right. That's right. And then it's over, man. He'll that's come true. home. There'll be this little like cupid doll that looks like him. Why is my right arm smaller than my left arm? She's Puerto Rican and Haitian. Puerto Rican and Haitian. She can make the voodoo doll. Yeah. She'll know how to stab the shit out of it. Of course. Yeah, that's true. I think she stabs the shit out of me with her eyes. Her, her looks. Enough, you know, yeah. dust there, you know? She's holding the doll with a lighter under the feet. <laughs> Warm enough, honey. And he's in he's in the restaurant shifting from left yeah. foot to right foot. Yeah, Wait, is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> so what other burgers do you have on the menu? Because I had your, your Burger Supreme burger. Yeah. 
And then you had a fish sandwich, yeah. which looked really good. You That's have to take me to Baja, yeah. Take me to Baja. Oh. Isn't it like a cod fillet or something? It's a cod fillet. Because um, I would eat that, because I like a fillet of fish. I'll be honest. Hey, you batter dip it and deep fry it. I'll eat an old shoe. Actually, it's it's uh, seared on a grill. All um, right, I might. And then you get pico de gallo, which is... Oh, know, okay, then, I'll, then I'm fine. Yeah, and it's really good. It's in a wrap. It's phenomenal. Um, oh. My, my favorite my burger. Would like that. My favorite burger is the Breakfast Club and the Flight A1. The Flight A1 is a double cheeseburger uh, with cheddar, bacon, and a, two onion rings on top with oh. A1 sauce. I oh. posted where I was and said you need to go there that day. And that night, one of my followers on Instagram posted a picture of the A1, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he <laughs> tagged me in the post. And he's like, "Thanks, Anthony." I said, "Did they treat you well?" He said, "Yeah, I had a great time. Food was phenomenal." Because he had posted that's three blocks from my house. You know how we we yeah, don't even know right, shit. Really is, know, right, you yeah. know, hide in plain sight yeah. type of stuff. But uh, we definitely have to uh, get a two-way trip out to uh, Burger yeah, we, yeah, we definitely have to do that. My wife Did, tells me, hey, come upstairs. Uh, we're, in off- uh, we're both in the office. She goes upstairs and calls me and says, come upstairs. She's like, I have a surprise for you. I come upstairs, and it's Anthony. But I couldn't rec- recognize him off the bat because uh, what would he be doing at my restaurant? Right, you know? right, sure. Yeah. So I get I, around. So I see him, <laughs> and then, you know, the shock wears off, and I'm like, oh, my God, man. Like. <laughs> This guy's awesome. Like every time we leave the gun range, he's always there, shaking our hands, joking with us, very friendly. So to see him in, in you know, the restaurant, he's big for me, you know, because as a business owner, you always, you know, look up to people who are, you know, on top of their sure. game. So absolutely. When I saw him, um, right. I shook his hand. I said, "I'll be right back." I ran to uh, the wine spot, uh, and then I got some, uh, I believe, uh, some cognac, some wine, and then I went to the cigar shop, got him like three cigars because I know. <laughs> He's into cigars, and I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta make it back. On my way back, I see his car parked, and I'm like, all right, this is, this is for real. Like, he's really here. So I get back to the restaurant, <laughs> and you know, he gives me a good chunk of his time, you know, and that's all you could ever ask for. He had the food, but he still gave me his time and gave me some good words of wisdom, um, and it's just very impactful. So to be here today. Is awesome. The first thing I said to him, I said, you own your own retail business. Congratulations. Your life is over. Yeah, it's done. Well, you want to talk yeah. about not recognizing Anthony. <laughs> the first time I met him was before the weight loss. Mm-hmm. I had him seen him in maybe a year or so. Came into the range. He's like, hey, how's it going? I turned to the person I was with. I was like, who, who the F was that? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's Anthony. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Shit. His transformation is insane. insane. But I it's also dedication. Yes. You can see that. I couldn't finish your burger, by the way. I ate all the patty and the cheese and the lettuce and tomato, but about a quarter of the brioche bone I had to leave behind, which was tragic, mm. yeah, to be tragic, honest yeah. with you. It was, it it's was good thing tragic. I wasn't there, I, I would have eaten it. Yes, you. you definitely would have eaten it. It yeah. was phenomenal. The onion rings were phenomenal, too. Patty had the french fries. I may have tried those, too. But uh, he, what I like about his place, just like my business, his kitchen is open. Oh, when you walk in and place your order, yeah. you watch what they're doing. You know, everybody's in front I'm of you. I'm a firm believer in transparency, right? Um, the ability for customers to come in, to see their food being prepared, um, to see everything that goes into making their meal um, is everything because there's not, nothing hiding it. We're being right. honest. We're giving right. you a product that's yeah. high quality, but you get to see every step of the way. So if you don't like something or you change your mind, you can speak directly to the chef right there in front of you. Um, and our great. chef... He actually worked for Bobby Flay at Bar of America in New York. Um, Bobby closed his restaurant in New York, and now we have our chef full time. He used to work there. Um, our head chef, uh, his name is Sean, Sean Booth. Uh, he's amazing. That's got to be confusing. Yeah. Shane and Sean, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And then you have Soul, so all the S's, yeah. Yeah, all the S's. Yeah. 
So now, now you you need to ask him then to put it on. One of my favorite things that uh, Bobby used to make because he used to do a twist on it was the uh, the Kentucky um, what the hell's the name of it? The, the Kentucky uh, it's it's got turkey. Um, oh, uh, a hot a hot brown. Yeah, Kentucky, hot brown. Yeah, hot brown. Yeah. Open face sandwich with turkey Kentucky and cheese and yeah. gravy on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have had a couple of those couple in my day. <laughs> yeah, we had something similar to that um, at Burger Eatery. That was the uh, restaurant prior to Burger Supreme. Um, it's just sometimes you know once you have a customer base that are, is so oh, used yeah. to the menu. Absolutely, you know it's kind of like. I have to inject some type of change into that. You could you know? do. You could do like one of the big things you're doing. A lot of places you're doing around. The, I grew up in that damn business, but um, they're doing an off the like. You have to be in the know in order to have like the off menu shit. Yeah. And you could do like one dish that's off yeah. menu. Yeah. So we have like um, something that's called uh, the secret menu, right? And that's all conducive to you know our chef and his boredom. Whatever he feels like. Yeah. yeah. So like when yeah. he's home, he never really leaves the restaurant mentally. Yeah. So he's at home and he makes something called the flight Jamaica, right? So it's a triple patty with oh pepper jack God. cheese, bacon, and like his own homemade Split sauce it, yeah. that he oh, puts in. Go. So the cheese is just dripping over three patties and a brioche bun and it's stacked like <laughs> insane. I couldn't eat that. I could split that with you, Rob. So Let's now go. we have customers so coming your in. Your answer was bad. I don't and share. And that's, <laughs> yeah. and that's great. Yeah, man. And you know, I, you know, I never turn customers away that you know uh, used to eat at Burger Eatery, uh, for the main reason that um, if you had something at Burger Eatery, we'll make it for you here. You know, because that's really cool. Yeah, it's it's because you can't alienate. It's all about hospitality. That's your it. customer base. You yeah. know, and humans are creatures of habit. Now you guys yeah. didn't own Burger Eatery, right? Um, I own Burger Eater, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. So well, now I do. Yeah. yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. When you first came to this range, did you expect it to be all fat old white guys? You I can, didn't know you what to expect. To be okay. honest with you, all I right. didn't. Um, I was a little fearful. Uh, just the ignorance of not shooting, uh, a, shooting gun. a gun yeah. or being in that but that's environment. That's smart to be fearful, well, see, that, you know. That's what we need more of for the Second Amendment. People who don't know that go to learn. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And it's smart to be fearful. Yes. You're, yeah, you're intelligent if you're afraid. Gun. Yeah. You know, it's That's your body people... kicking in. Telling Correct. Them, hey. yeah. I say to people all the time, how did you feel the first time you drove a car? Scared shit. Scared yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. I drove my dad's tractor trailer once. Scared shit. Yeah. I can do it now, though. My dad almost gave up on me uh, teaching me how to drive. I would accelerate <laughs> on the corners, and he's like, you're, this is New York City. You cannot put your foot <laughs> on the gas making a turn. You know, he was like, this is not NASCAR. <laughs> Pull this over now. You know, uh, it was one of those experiences. I want to take it back to the menu real quick because. Uh, yeah, I know, because you like to eat like me. I yeah. do. I love to eat. But I'm actually down 15 pounds over Keep the past it up. six months. Listen. Anyway, my wife is on this big health kick, and it pains me to say this, but she's kind of vegan right now. It's okay. You have do vegan have, options? Of course. So Yeah, he does. Because that's how I'm going to get there the quickest is say, hey, look. A huge, uh, you know part of our business and in the area is people who are very health conscious. You'll see people passing in yoga hipsters. pants all day. Jersey every City. Day. Say it. Hipsters. They hipsters. ruined beards. <laughs> they can't change a tire, but they got a lumberjack beard. They all look like a bunch of badass bikers and they're all vaping. And I mean, you see them with their with their beards and their flannels, and it's like, and their tattoos all over the place, and it's like, man, that guy looks tough. And they all smell like strawberry muffins. <laughs> you know, you know those big vape machines. 
I, I coined the phrase. I call them douche flutes. Douche, douche flutes. flutes. I like that. <laughs> so, so tell them about when you stop laughing, Shane. Tell them about the vegan. I saw vegan and vegetarian options on the menu when I was there. So we we obviously have something called the little India and or the falafel sandwich. Um, oh, I like falafel too. Falafel is good. So that's a, a good spicy twist uh, for uh, vegetarian options. We also she have thinks black pepper is spicy. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have three uh, different salads that we like, uh, the avocado salad, uh, mm. the Garden State salad after Jersey, obviously, um, and then we have like a mushroom portobello burger that we have. Uh, Are you open Sundays? Seven days a week. All right, we'll probably... You know, as it turns out, one out of every three of us is caring for an aging parent. And if you're one of us, I don't have to tell you how difficult that can be. And until now, good sound advice that you could really trust was few and far between. The show is called Parents Are Hard to Raise, and every week it's jam-packed with expert advice and some pretty cool tips and tricks that'll help you and your parents grow older together without losing your minds. It's free expert elder care advice with a Jersey attitude. Parents Are Hard to Raise, available on iTunes, Google Play, and live every Tuesday at noon on iHeartRadio. And for the technically challenged and you cheap old bastards without smartphones, available at parentsarehardtoraise.org. So, a couple of things I want to talk about. We have... Here, a couple of emails. Hi, Anthony Sandy, another great source for debunking the anti-gun myths, which I, I, I posted everywhere. Uh, this was from John Wolf. He also, he's from the Live Free or Die State, New Hampshire. He's been listening to the podcast for the beginning and commiserate with my brothers behind enemy lines. It was shocking when I first heard how the 2A was so trampled on in New Jersey. But over the years, I have seen where we all need to be vigilant because the anti-gun forces are infiltrating New Hampshire. Rob Bermuda said that a few minutes ago. Warm regards, John Wolf. And then uh, Linda Rose uh, said that when she was at the rally that there was these, the Princeton survey group were asking, uh, you know, to fill out surveys and stuff. And she said that, uh, you know, one of the snowflakes hit me up for a race baiting survey in exchange for chocolate. I took that survey. Yeah. See, you took <laughs> I, the chocolate? I'm I took the chocolate. Good. Yeah. Oh, cool. Look Absolutely. at me. I took the chocolate. <laughs> Linda wrote, <laughs> didn't her mommies tell them not to feed the effing animals? <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't take the bait. I wrote derogatory, thought-provoking comments and noted the BGM website. Touche, bitches. Linda Rose. She's like 60 years old, by the way. She dropped the mic on that one. And then yeah. I got another wolf. I got Anthony uh, listening to the show tonight, and I feel that your comments regarding our two-way snowflakes, I want to take a moment to thank you for your contribution. We are much better because of your contributions. Looking forward to see you in Trenton. Richard Wolf, another wolf, W-O-L-F-F. He shoots at the range. We call him the wolf. Then I got to thank you from Rich Serrano for everything we do. They mentioned uh, Rob Bermudez by name. Oh, wow. Okay, so a lot of people are uh, yeah, mentioning that for helping out. So, see, Rob, you're getting your uh, 15 minutes of fame here. We're getting you in there. If just in case you can't think the world is upside down enough, uh, re, uh, retired Supreme Court uh, John Paul Stevens said we should repeal the Second Amendment. He's 87 years old. This is a Supreme Court know, justice. He, he said from his uh, nursing home. From bed. nurses' home, yeah, yeah. they were changing his diaper. Changing I think we should yeah, repeal number two. Actually, no, you're talking about do. They told him. <laughs> no, not number two. Actually, anyone, anyone who thinks it can't happen needs to pull their head out of their Oh, ass. it can. It I can. Do, I do. Well, one of the things I have to say is I admire him for that. 
okay? He came out of the friggin' closet and stated exactly what everybody else is trying to hide. Correct. So, yeah, right. okay. We're uh, not coming for your guns. Yeah, right, which is bullshit. That's so, how they, they like to lead it. You know? yeah. oh, right, absolutely. Right, we're not going uh, you know, to, uh, you know, I respect the Second Amendment, but. Well, correct, here's the thing. Right? I call people out on this all the time. If you say, I, I agree with the Second Amendment, I support the Second Amendment, that's great. If your next word is but, but you're yeah, full I'm done. of shit. Yeah. You're, you're full you're of shit. I'm done. Shit, right? yeah. exactly. I'm done. Matt Rooney, Save Jersey blog, posted a, a, a story yesterday about Menendez being guarded by AR-15s with 30-round magazines. You know, he wants to ban them, but but not for him. So, you know what? It, that's fine. If you, want to take, if you want to take firearms away, they have to be taken away from police officers. They have to be taken away Correct. from the military, too. Correct. I will so, give up every one of my firearms right. when every firearm on the planet is taken. Right. When now, there's now, not a single firearm. Firearm. That goes for military, police, private citizens. That's the only way I'm giving up mine. And guess what? And people will be killing people just the same in equal numbers as they do now, just using a different tool. I the UK, the UK had a 42 percent spike in knifings. Right, knifings. Now right. they're trying to take people's knives. They're telling well, people to they, turn in your knife. They have. I, we've like we've done a story years ago. Remember the guy who was arrested for taking a nail clipper out? Yes. Uh, and, and that was uh, wasn't it? Was it uh, Manhattan? No, it was, no. In, it was in London. Oh, London, yeah. Well, my Correct. Nail clippers are dangerous. I've been stabbed with one. <laughs> they can't. They well, your wife's half Puerto Rican and half right. Italian. Oh, no, I was, Anything so, short. I was, I was oh. bouncing at a bar. Yeah, and they're worse than me. <laughs> I was bouncing. Oh, you're close. I was, about, I was bouncing at a bar, and this dude was just being obnoxious. So the owner said, hey, get him out. So I'm trying to take him out peacefully. He's not listening. I grab him up in a headlock, and I'm walking him out. Next thing I know, I feel a sharp, stinging pain in my shoulder. I'm like, what the hell was that? I look, and there's just nail clippers. And you know the pointy file part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's buried in my shoulder with the nail clippers sticking out. And I was like, what That's the a hell real Mary that? move, by the way. And I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how I responded to that off the air. I don't think I can say yeah, that. No, yeah. no, no Do you know what? Uh, limitations probably still exist. Okay. Shane, as a business owner in Jersey City, you can carry a gun on your person. Really? You, you just can't go out on the sidewalks with it. But you can, both of your buildings, you can have a concealed firearm. You can lock it in a safe when you go home at night because the lease is under your name yeah. there. You're not breaking any laws or anything. So it's just, you can keep it downstairs in your office or whatever. So a lot of business owners don't know that. I get a lot, you're not first generation immigrant, but I get a lot of first generation immigrants that are business owners that come in the range and they inquire because they come from countries where only the military and the bad guys yeah. have guns. Right. And when I tell them that they can have a gun at their bodega or their bar or their laundromat or their burger joint, they can't believe it. you know. And then I show them the laws from Knappen's book and everything, yeah. and they're like, oh, shit, I, I didn't know that. And we help educate them. So you could in the future if you wanted to. You know? See, you know, this is the thing about you know, firearms and Cause, so forth. Because I'd rob you for a burger, but go ahead. <laughs> The generalized public, we as a whole, we're very ignorant on a lot of things across the board. Um, so when it comes to knowing the laws of, you know, firearms, I think that's even more, you know, a reason for us to read up and educate ourselves. Absolutely. Protect ourselves, not only protect ourselves, but our livelihoods, our family, you know. And you can't. The, and the problem is the media is not going to do that for you. You have to. We have to educate each other because the media is working 24 hours a day to uneducate us or give us the the, the bullshit facts. Or to sway us in the the way that they want us to go. Yes, to, exactly. To yeah, of course. Perpetrate their agenda further. You know. One of my points of contention about the rally is, uh, and I was saying it. <clears throat> excuse me to my buddy Ryan who came down with me. I said this is great and all, but we're just talking to ourselves. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Everyone who was yes. there. Yeah. 
we're all on the same side. Yes. But, but we it's, weren't changing it's still anybody's good mind because that day. at least the people who were there, you still need to have in, in, in times of war, and this is war, you still need to have camaraderie with Absolutely. one another to help bolster Absolutely. that side. Yeah. That otherwise the, the the din of the other side takes over and, and that's all you end up hearing. Oh, I think I think it was good having the rally Monday, even though we got nailed with the six bills passing the assembly. It was good having the rally because people who might be like, well, I don't, nobody's going to show up. Nobody's going to show up. We had 2,000 people show up. Yep. Right. Great. Turnout. So now those people are going to be like, well, we had 2,000 people show up. So maybe so, that'll inspire other people to come. Right. And the guy that was sitting at home and he goes, holy shit, 2,000 people showed up. I'll be 2,001. Yeah. And that's we all hope. we need. Right. And you know what? It might change some of the bills in the Senate because they know they're feeling the pressure and heat from us. Yeah. They might change some wording. They might grandfather 15-round magazines. I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. Well, didn't they pull, it's too soon to tell. Didn't they pull that bill from the Senate, the 15-round? Well, yeah, it's still around. They're, they're toying with uh, you know, having a registration fee for magazines over 10 rounds or whatever. <laughs> here's, uh, here's, yeah. my, here's my thought on that. <clears throat> I'll go pay gun sitters to keep my mags there. Right. If anybody's getting my money, it's not going to be an anti-Second Amendment. That's right. Good point. Clown. Good yeah. point. Right. Good right? point. I'll go. I'll go put everything that New Jersey deems good for me, but not for thee. I'll take it over to gun sitters in Easton. Right. And I'll leave it there. I'll, I agree. I'd rather pay them whatever their fee is per month than pay fifty dollars one time. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I'm with you. And I don't want to register anything more than it's being registered. If I actually had magazines of any capacity at all, yeah, I would do. The they same all sunk thing. in that ship. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Fugazi to a uh, advocate. I don't nice. even own firearms. No. You know, the other thing about the rally was uh, some hatchets were buried uh, from people that uh, lower oh, really? lower echelons from other 2A groups. Not the upper echelons, but lower. Okay. Uh, some people approached Scott Bach, Ed Hildebrand, and a few other people, and they, they shook hands and, you know, let's move forward, et cetera, et cetera. That's so it, so well, that, it worked out well. I, that's That's been my latest tirade on Facebook is, you know... Uh, not to call, I'm not going to call anybody out, but there was a press conference two blocks away. Yeah, I know. Right. Why wasn't it where the big group was? Yeah, because right. that person has to have all the attention themselves. Well, here's the thing. You look at the liberals, and they have their every town, and they have their mom's right. demand that everything is they banned don't because I don't other. like it. They don't, if they do, it's behind closed doors. Yeah. And then when they, they all come together for the same purpose, they're Correct. in the same spot. So... You have 100,000 people at, at one of their protests. 50,000 of them might be every town. 50,000 of them might be mom's demand. Everything is banned. But they're all there together. Correct. Right. And all paid for by Bloomberg right. and Soros. Soros and, and then a big problem. In George the, Clooney. A big George problem Trump in Penn. the state. Right. Yeah. I mean, Dan Bilzerian, if you're listening, we could use a little financial help. Yes. <laughs> but... Uh, Damn it, I got off track. I forgot where I was, where I was going with that. And you're only 37. I'm only wait, uh, wait, 36. Wait. 36. I can remember the lyrics from songs from the 70s, but I can't remember what I opened the refrigerator door for. Exactly. So you stare at it, you <laughs> okay. close the door, and right. you walk out of the room, right. and then you remember. And I'm now, like, right why time. am I here? We just, yeah, why am I here? We just, <laughs> we just bought a new refrigerator that yells at you if you leave it open for too long. It just starts really? beeping obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife sends me to the supermarket, and she tells me three or four times, you know how wives are, hey, this is what I need, right? I it's get the, the only thing you don't get. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
Did she send me here for? I will not call her. I will never hear no. the end of no. it. No, I'm not calling her. I'll tough it and out. And don't I'll forget, because questions. that's what she said. And don't forget, just before you left the room. There's probably a shopping list app that you two could share, and she could write the shit down. Exactly. It's not invented. Yeah, sure. right? 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 I try to I try to text myself everything my wife wants when she sends me to the store, and yeah. I still always forget at least yeah. one thing. It's... There's got to be a honey-do list app or something that your wife can put list of shit that you have to do we on should, it. We should come up with that. Life, See? Yeah. one ninety nine in the app store, we'd make gajillions. A lot of money. Yeah. Necessity's the mother of invention on our two-way rallies. All the money we make from the two-way yeah. rallies. <laughs> we all lost work that day. We all had to be down there traveling or whatever. So our public masters could ignore us as usual, exactly. but somebody's got to draw a line in the sand. So and just to counteract the media, I mean, do you know? Has any, have either of you guys uh, heard this week on the media because it broke um, what the real target of the Pulse nightclub shooter was? No, I haven't seen anything yeah, about that. You didn't see anything about it, right? But his father worked for the FBI agent for a FBI as an informant for eleven years. For eleven years. Oh, I mean, the, it's the real the real target was Disney. He was after Disney. Yep. He went to Disney. Yep. He drove to Disney. He had his uh, he had his weapons inside of a stroller, and was pushing it into Disney. Then he noticed all the armed guards, and he turned around and he left. And he got into his car and he Googled nightclubs. Yep. And the second target was a nightclub called Eve, and that's where he was headed. He got to the Eve nightclub, and nobody knows for sure why he didn't go in, but I'm probably going to say maybe there was an armed guard there, too. Mm -hmm. So he then went to the Pulse nightclub shooting. So it wasn't about gay bashing. He, wasn't, he didn't even know it was a gay nightclub. He went in there to kill Americans. End of story. His first target was Disney. But you're not going to hear anything about that. You're not going to hear anything about the fact that the Pulse nightclub had a no-guns-allowed policy posted right on their door. Well, a gun-free zone doesn't make you safe. It's just no. a soft target. Yes. Yep. And it, it, New it, Jersey it, is a huge soft target. It's exactly. The whole state. The whole, yeah. the the whole, whole state. entire you state. Get a, you get a guy like Shane and his wife. They're running a business in Jersey City. What time do you close at night? Uh, Ten. It gets dark, right? Somebody yeah. can walk in. The only good thing is business like that, today everybody pays with credit card. All the hipsters we made fun of before, they charge 60 cent on a debit card, yeah. right, Shane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and they, it only costs yeah. you 5%. Yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. Not they, all, they all charge yeah, that. Yeah, right. All right, so what's your place? Give a shout-out again, Shane. Burger Supreme, JC. 238 1st Street, Jersey City, New Jersey. BurgerSupremeJC.com. Check it out and let me know what you think of it. Rob Bermudez, I can't thank you enough for kicking the can down the road and Rob. getting the tumbleweed rolling, okay? I, I can't believe that you did that. No, but listen, every person counts. Yeah, right. You started it. The dominoes started falling from there. We're going to get more people on. We have multi-state CCW, April 24th, May 22nd. We have the Urban Precision Rifle Class, June 9th and 10th, down at, at the Shooter's Gauntlet in Pennsylvania. Oh. All right, that's where you get to shoot out to 1,500 yards. It's a two-day course. Holster Draw, May 1st. Urban Pistol, April 28th. Urban Carbine, April 29th. CPR AED and Quick Clot, April 22nd. You can take, should take that at the restaurant. Yes, sir. CPR AED and Quick Clot. Also, Tuesday, uh, whatever it is, April 3rd, 11 p.m., Comedy Central, The President's Show. Yours truly plays a gun control advocate <laughs> on a parody show that busts President Trump. When you see the guy that plays Trump, you will think it's Trump. Check it out. It really does look like Trump. Oh, my God. And please check out BurgerSupremeJC.com. Support those who support us. Best burger Patty and I ever had. Thank you.
thank you. I'm done. Hit it. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. <laughs> Gun For Hire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, LLC, New York, New York, under the license of Broadcast Music Incorporated. I'm Sandy Barani. On behalf of my co-host, Master Trainer, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. You see what happens, guys, when everybody sticks together. They can turn out 2,000 people. And guess what? There were no snacks on the bus. So, Winston, say <laughs> goodbye to everybody. We love you guys, Winston. Winston, good boy. He's got diarrhea today. Happy Easter and Shabbat Shalom. To go shine and see.